Welcome to the Earthy Bee Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Kimber, and I am talking to my friend, Amisha Klawan. Today, she is the founder of Centered Mama, a wellness site that helps women build resilience. And uh, I'd like to welcome Amisha. Hi, Amisha. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk to you about this. Um, Today, we're going to talk about gratitude and... um, you have talked a lot about gratitude lately in your email newsletter, and I love reading it. And it's really one of the things that I wake up to, and I'm like, "Yay! I'm excited to read this." You know, Thank you don't you. get yes. I, there's not that many emails that I get that I'm excited to read, and yours is one that I'm excited to read. It's inspirational every day. And so I really wanted to connect with you. And, um, and then I thought that we could talk a little bit about gratitude. And I know that you have a gratitude practice. So I was just going to see if you could talk a little bit about that. Oh, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. Yay. Um, and so I guess we'll just start off with just a few questions. Um, and if you could just give a little bit of background on gratitude and explain for someone who doesn't know, who's really new to this, what are the benefits of a gratitude practice? Sure. So in the past few years, the research on a gratitude practice has really taken off. And so what a lot of that has shown is that gratitude can really affect your life in so many ways. And so just a few of the benefits are that it begins to rewire your brain. And so it act, it actually activates specific pieces of your brain, which can then, once that, that area lights up, it causes your brain to have more dopamine, which is kind of our feel-good our feel good hormone that comes in. And so you actually feel better when you have a regular gratitude practice. Nice. That's amazing. I, I, I mean, I've been practicing gratitude for about 10 years now. I think that I was definitely introduced to it by, uh, by Oprah, a, as many people, especially women probably have. Um, and so I'm wondering who inspired you? Do you have anyone in particular that that uh, got you started on this practice? I do. Well, so I, I first heard about it from Oprah too, now that you say that, many, many years ago. Yeah, it was a long time yeah. ago. Right? Tim, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I had ever heard about it before then. And I, I think that for me, I was never consistent. I would try mm. it and be like, yeah, this isn't really making a big difference. But the thing with cultivating gratitude is that it is a skill. And Mm -hmm. so it's not just something that once you start a gratitude practice on day two, you're going to have all these benefits. Mm -hmm. It's a skill and the stronger and more consistent you become with it, the more of these results that you'll see. So we talked about kind of rewiring the brain, but as you're, as you begin to do that, you know, gratitude has really been shown to increase happiness. It's been shown to decrease anxiety and depression. It decreases stress. And so all of those things come with a consistent practice. So I heard about it from Oprah, but then when I really started diving in, this was probably about four years ago. So Uh my two big kind of role models for this, who I really like are Rick Hansen, who is a uh, psychiatrist, I want to say a psychiatrist. And so Uh he talks about a gratitude practice and, and the specifics of how it impacts your brain which hmm. I personally really love the evidence behind things. 
Mm-hmm. And so that was really important to me. And then completely opposite of him, the person that I really like to follow is uh, Danielle Laporte. Okay. And so she talks so much about gratitude from how it feels in your body. Mm-hmm. And so they're two different ends of the spectrum. And so those are probably my two top role models because I get the evidence, but then I also get, here's how it feels to have a practice like this. Oh, interesting. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I like to have the evidence as well. Um, I know that you and I are the same in that. We like proof. We like research. Um, And then, but I also, it has to, you have to, how does it feel? It has to be um, applicable. Everything has to be applicable. That's right. So, yeah. Well, and, and it has to be something that's easy to do. And mm-hmm. so Rick Hansen really, um, has a course that I've taken on. It's a year long course on emotional resilience where mm. he talks about how important gratitude is to resilience. Mm. And so just beginning a practice. And so I think at the very beginning, you kind of asked me, what a gratitude practice was. And so just in case people don't know, it can be as simple as just writing three things in a journal each morning, Mm -hmm. things that you're grateful for. Interesting. Yeah. And how do you consider writing it down to be essential? And I've, I've heard it from a lot of experts that they really say, write it down. I'm wondering your thoughts on that. I do think it is important to put pen to paper. And the reason for that is because a, a lot of the evidence, again, has shown that putting pen to paper tracks it a certain way in your brain as compared to just thinking about it. And the other great thing about that is that you can go back and look Uh and see what your gratitudes have been over, let's say, a few months and really notice if there's themes in there for you. Oh, like a pattern. Exactly. You can see your pattern. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. I like that. Um, and then what about how it feels? Is that, um, is, does she have a different kind of a theory on that? She does because she, she doesn't really talk about the evidence at all or how the brain rewires, but how do you feel when you're thinking of blessings in your life? And so oftentimes what happens just as, as humans is that our brains have a negative bias. So when we're looking at our day or when we're looking at a maybe our lives at a whole, we're looking at the things that we don't have. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking Mm. at kind of a sense of, of, uh, scarcity Mm -hmm. in our lives versus abundance. Yeah. And so just beginning to shift that mindset is kind of, I consider gratitude a bridge from shifting from scarcity to abundance. Oh yeah. Okay. And so when you start to look at what you do have, then you can begin to be thankful for what you do have. So oftentimes, like, for example, we'll take a roof over our heads for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when maybe that's not the case for everyone. And, and so it's, it's, it's not to say that we don't feel for those people who don't have that, but we do have that. So we should be grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Right. But then we want to be careful about our shoulds. And mm-hmm. so one of the things with the gratitude practice is being really specific so when people first start, they'll say, oh, I'm happy, you know, I'm so happy I'm healthy, I have a great family, and I have a job. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. But what are you happy about being healthy? You're happy that you can run, you can walk in the sun, you can go skiing, you can go dancing. Like, what is it about being healthy that you are grateful for? Mm-hmm. 
And once you start to break it down, there's so many things in there that you realize, wow, I really do have a very abundant life. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And then, and so you feel, so just to re, um, to make sure I understand, would you say that getting more specific is better? So it's one thing to say, I have the, I appreciate the roof over my head. Would it, is it more, does it help once I get into more specifics? So I'm thankful that, um, well, I'm thankful for the neighborhood that I'm in. I'm thankful for the pillow that I have. I'm thankful for the beds that my children sleep in, things like that, like the smaller things that are, does that make a difference? Absolutely. Because then you'll start looking for those things in your day. Mm -hmm. You'll start looking at, oh, wow, I forgot to put this on my list, but I'm so grateful that we painted our wall this yellow Mm because I really love it when I walk into this room. Yes. Okay. I like it. I understand. And then this, so this, this question and, and this might, this might be too out of left field, but I have a question for you regarding, it does seem like there's this bias of not understanding. You said that there, we have a negativity bias and a lot of what I've studied in terms of what people believe about progress in the world, we've have made so much progress in the last hundred years since the industrial revolution. And I think that people tend to forget what an amazing period of time that we actually live in um, simply because we don't have perspective from the world that maybe our grandparents or our great, great grandparents lived in a hundred years ago when they might not have had running water or they might not have had, um, you know, central heating or air conditioning or, you know, these things that we right. sort of take for granted, like, of right. course I have running water. I mean, of course I have air conditioning, you know, whereas my grandmothers, they did not, that wasn't mm-hmm. what they grew up with. Um, so anyway, that was just sort of what I thought about with the negativity bias. Right. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. So this is why I love gratitude, because I think that it brings up all of these things that are we can be grateful for. Absolutely. Um, So with that, I'm wondering, what does your do you have a specific practice that you um, that you have at home? Anything that you'd be willing to share that you think would be useful? Sure. Well, so this is now what I teach. And so I find that when I'm teaching it, I definitely live it Mm -hmm. so much more. Yes. And, um, it's, it's been such a gift for me. Um, so my practice is, um, and this took a lot of kind of trial and error to see what worked the best. There were a lot of times I started and just was not consistent because I hadn't really found what worked the best for me. Mm -hmm. And so where I'm at now, and, and I think it's going to continue to evolve and progress, But where I'm at right now is that there's this journal that I love. It's called the five minute gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. It's available on, on Amazon and, um, it is one page per day. And the first three things are three things you're, you're grateful for that day. Mm -hmm. And then there's an affirmation for Mm -hmm. the day. Like I am feeling, you know, I feel strong today. I feel strong, calm and intentional about my day or whatever you want to say about your day. Mm-hmm. And then you come back that evening and write in three amazing things that happened that day and what could have made the day even better. Hmm. 
And so just that practice, it takes me five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. Okay. And so again, I am probably 80 to 90% consistent on this. There's definitely days that I miss. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But on the days I'm consistently doing it, I truly do feel better. Mm-hmm. And then when I look back and see, well, what would have made this day better? And it's, it's almost always the same. You know, I have a pretty consistent meditation practice, but on the days I've had kind of rougher days, I haven't done a meditation practice. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, It really helped point that out for me that, okay, like this makes my days better. Interesting. And how long is your, now I'm just curious, how long is your meditation practice? Do you do a long one or a, yeah. um, It does depend on the day, Mm -hmm. but um, anywhere between 10 to 45 minutes. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. That I'm, I'm like, I'm happy if I can basically get to five minutes and being, (laughs) getting all the way to counting to 10, but yeah, I'm, that's a work in progress for me. When I first started, I could barely sit for a minute. Yeah. It was too much. I'm like, why do people meditate? This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. And I've noticed that I've, I've, uh, I definitely have certain days that I can go longer and that I want to go longer. And then there are other days where I'm like, oh man, I'm barely even able to, to stay with this. And I try to have my counting. I don't know if you do a counting practice, but I kind of try to count and, uh, have some things that I visualize, but yeah, it's hard. That's a hard one. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And so then I'm wondering you, and I know that you have a son that is, how old is he now? He's eight. He's eight. Okay. And do you incorporate this? Do you, um, do you teach him how to, uh, practice gratitude and mindfulness or these things that he, that you've, you've talked to him about? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so, kind of how we have incorporated that within just our daily lives is um, in in the mornings, we don't do much just because our mornings are still a little bit nuts yep. getting to school. Yep. Just life. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, however, at dinners, um, mm-hmm. when we have a family dinner. We do a little game called Attitude of Gratitude. Oh, mm-hmm. and so what it is, is that as you're sitting around the table, you say something nice about the person to your right and you oh. go all the way around and then you go all the way around the other way. So each person has two nice things said about them. Oh, and that thing is something about them as a person, not like you have nice hair. It's mm-hmm. something like, I love the way you smile when you tell a joke. Or I love that you made me coffee this morning and came and sat down by me. It made me feel really special. Oh, yeah. So I love that. It's really something truly about them. And so that has really lasted. I'm surprised. You know, we started it probably about three years ago when I first heard about it. And mm-hmm. we do it fairly consistently, at least a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And we've incorporated it into, into extended family dinners as well. And so that's been really fun to see the grandparents also be part of this. Oh, cute. I could see how that would work. I like it. It seems simple enough. Yeah. I mean, it's simple. It's easy. And the kids just beam. Oh, yeah. Because they're getting something nice from mom and dad. Right. Or and siblings. And oh, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah. We usually do a high and low or like a... Best part of your day, worst part of your day, and this would be a good one, too, to try. I right. think that would be awesome. Absolutely. 
Um, and then the other thing that we do is before we go to bed, we say our gratitudes for the day just out loud. Hmm, um, nice. My son does have a gratitude journal that is not being used. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's a work in progress. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'd be so impressed if he was no, using it. no. So he, he's a, you know, he's yeah. more into you know di- yeah. diary of a wimpy kid books and what they're totally. Up to. So yeah, but I hope that at least by having it, that one day he'll at least have been exposed to it, mm-hmm. and oh, that yeah. yeah, he'll he'll have the idea of it, and and when he's ready, he'll start to write. I love that. That sounds great. Yeah, exactly. You know, little steps. Exactly. For the little ones. One little step at a time. Little steps. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. Well, and I have, so I have, this has been a great talk and you're actually inspiring me. I need to incorporate a lot of these different um, uh, ideas. I definitely love the idea of uh, an attitude of gratitude. That sounds great to do that with the kids and with Roy. Yeah, exactly. It does sound like fun. It's perfect and and easy. It's fun for you because Mm -hmm. because then ideally your husband is saying something nice about you. Yes, that would be great. (laughs) So it's kind of nice to hear. I think they're going to have a hard time. We'll see. They will not. not. (laughs) Maybe the first few times. (laughs) Take some practice. We'll just get everybody on page. Um, (laughs) Okay, cool. So I love that. So then I, you said something, um, earlier that actually touched on something that I've talked to Pablo about a lot. And you said, uh, be careful about the should. Yeah. And, um, and so I wanted to just come back to that one and just ask you if you could expand on that. And then also to just find out, is there a downside to gratitude? Is there something where, it, you know, is there a, something where it's not always so great or, or something? Yeah. So basically just the, you know, if you could talk about more about, be careful about the should and if there's a downside. Sure. Well, I think that when we start to think about what we should do Mm -hmm. it kind of puts a feeling in our bodies that's like oh I should do this but I really don't want to do this Mm -hmm. you know and so sometimes there are things that just have to get done um I should leave at this time to go pick up my son well yeah yeah I I really should (laughs) otherwise he is gonna be waiting but yep. rephrasing that to, well, I have the opportunity to leave at 245 to go pick my son up from school mm-hmm. because not every mom has the opportunity to pick their son up from school. Mm-hmm. And this was something that I intentionally created with our life was that it would be me. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. even though sometimes the day to day of that is, is a little bit um, intense with Carline mm-hmm. and there are mm-hmm. things that I don't like about it. Mm -hmm. The thing is that the bigger picture is that I'm the one who pick up my son and I get to come home and spend time with him and do his homework with him. And while that could be a gruel, I would much rather it be me than have it be someone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I love that. Yeah. And so I think that anytime you're saying should in your head, see if you can change it to I have the opportunity to Mm -hmm. and notice if it feels different in your body. Interesting. Yes. I like that. That's good. There are definitely times where I tend to go to that, that negativity bias, as you said, and I'm not looking at the positive part of it and what I've intentionally created as well. Um, yeah. 
Well, I love that. absolutely. And that's just part of our human nature. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fascinating. Yes, it is. It's our human nature. And I think that just saying that in just as a statement in itself and to acknowledge that, I think is fairly profound yes. because it's, it is not something that we, yeah, that might not be general knowledge. I, I think that there's something to that. Right. And I, and I think sometimes we can beat ourselves up about that. But the thing is, you can begin to balance it out by having and cultivating your skills in gratitude. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And so, so in terms of your question about if there's a downside to gratitude, I personally don't believe there is. Okay. Um, I believe that it balances out the negativity bias that we naturally have. And so as you begin to cultivate your skills in gratitude, you start to look for things that support gratitude versus things that support scarcity. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like that. Yeah. I think that that's the thing. Our minds go to that negativity. So it's good to have a practice that balances that out. Absolutely. Very nice. Well, I think that we should end it on that because this has been a great chat and um, I've learned a lot and I think that our readers have too. And um, I'd love to have you back and maybe to talk about something else, talk about more about resilience or something else. That would be wonderful. I so enjoyed talking to you. So fun talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye.